everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today to be here. We are talking off network Christmas movies. That means all the networks aside from Hallmark uh, that we're talking Netflix, we're talking Lifetime, uh, we're talking Peacock, lots of fun stuff going on. So much fun. And I have a great panel with me today. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Caroline is here. Hey y'all. And we have special guest Kristen Maldonado is here. Kristen, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. I'm so excited to talk Christmas movies with you guys. You guys are like the the prime Christmas like panel. Yeah, we try. We try. <laughs> uh, well, since this is your first time coming on the podcast, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Sure. So um, I'm Kristen Maldonado. I'm a TV and film critic. Um, I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash kmaldo. That's K-A-Y-M-A-L-D-O. I also have a website, popcultureplanet.net, and um, a podcast that goes along with it where I talk about representation and inclusion in Hollywood. Um, And what else? I'm happy to be here getting in the Christmas spirit with you guys. Yes. Are you, would you say that you are a Christmas movie a uh, fan? Everybody I am. I think, I think that um, a- as the years go by, I get like more and more excited for all like the, the different like holiday themed months. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. Halloween, I'm ready. Oh, Christmas. Like, let's do this. Let's see what, you know, they're coming out with. And this year, I feel like it's more movies than I've ever seen. I mean, you guys really know, but like, you know, before it was like Lifetime and Hallmark, right? And then it was like, yeah. okay, Netflix is throwing the hand the ring. Now it's like, BET, VH1, Peacock, Discovery Plus, everybody's got a Christmas movie. Yeah. How do you keep up? Oh my goodness. It's out of control. And I should remind people that what we're doing this year for the Off Network episodes is we are just, it's a little more casual than it's been in years past. We're just, not all of us may have seen every single movie. We're just talking about what we've watched. And uh, so it'll be really fun because lifetime this year they decided starting on the on thanksgiving they're doing a movie every single day a new movie Oof. and so there was no way that we could cover oh <laughs> uh, so we're just gonna watch what we can watch it's gonna be great uh, but we have some really fun movies today to talk about and a very i think eclectic mix uh, that uh, are kind of not just sort of the rom-coms we've got a lot of different stuff going on and I am excited to talk about them. Uh, but let's actually start with Lifetime. Uh, we had the Ice Wine Christmas and the star Rosalind Sanchez, Lyric Bent. And it was, the summary is, one of uh, Philadelphia's top sommeliers, Camilla, goes home to the magical vineyards of Evergreen, New York to take part in the town's annual Ice Wine Christmas Festival and Harvest. While there, Camilla spends time with her mother, Sunny and her sister Beth, who manages the local winery for Camilla's former ice wine mentor, Henry. But Camilla discovers changes are coming as Henry's plans to retire, scaling down the Christmas festival. Beth also recently hired wine specialist Declan, who plans to take the operation to full year production. Believing in the importance of preserving the magic of Christmas in a bottle, Camilla shares with Declan her passion for Christmas and what an authentic ice wine harvest can bring. So Kristen... What did you think overall of uh, Ice Wine Christmas? I think they're going to sell a lot of ice wine this year. <laughs> I didn't even know that that was a thing. I thought it was maybe like a fun, you know, they just came up with something. But that's uh, apparently it's real. It's more expensive than regular wine. And now I kind of want to try it and like <laughs> see what the, you know, deal is with it. 
Um, so I thought that was really cool. It kind of introduced me to something I'd never heard of before. And I do enjoy a nice glass of wine. So I was mm -hmm. like, all right, I need to try yeah. this. Um, I think that Rosalind Sanchez is so natural. Like I thought that she was really like, you know, I just like connected with her. Um, and I liked that she was kind of like, no, we need to keep the authenticity of Christmas and of this like wine. Yeah. Like we can't, you know, beat around the bush and try to like do all these things to just make it easier and faster. So we have it all the time. And I think mm -hmm. sometimes in like, what I've noticed, at least in the Christmas movies, is like the person who's like the stickler, like changes how they feel because of the other person. But in this one, mm -hmm. she really was like, no, we're keeping this. And that's that's how you keep the authenticity of iced wine. I was doing research. Otherwise, it changes to iced wine and it's not the same. And um, yeah, I yeah. thought that was cool that she, you know, wanted to keep that. And they figured out another way to, you know, supplement the rest of the production. But like they kept that authentic. So I, I liked that. Yeah. What did you think of it, Caroline? I, I liked it. I, I thought I, I was surprised on how I liked it. Like just because of the other um wine movie we watched with Hallmark about the sommelier and stuff. I was like, oh, another one um, with Lifetime. But yeah, but like, like you said, the ice wine, I never realized there was such thing as ice wine. And so I thought that was interesting. And Rosalyn, like I, she's adorable. I like her and I mm -hmm. haven't seen the guy before. So he was new, but I liked yeah. um, Rosalyn. It was a sweet movie. Yeah. You all are way nicer on this movie than I was. Tell us, tell us <laughs> your deep, real thoughts, Rachel. <laughs> I mean, I think that I just am not, I guess, a wine person. I don't drink wine myself. And just the whole conflict of, are we going to artificially freeze them or naturally freeze them did not interest me at all. I just like, I can't get into this conflict. And it, it's the, I call these movies, a, I call them scientific farmer movies where they're just like, oh, we got to get the perfect poinsettia. We got to get the perfect apple. Or we got to get the perfect, and now it's like the perfect ice wine. And I tell you, man, if somebody asked me to harvest ice wine grapes on Christmas day, that would true that is true, it's true. <laughs> and it was just too much business it was just boring to me I didn't I don't know I like Rosalind I think she's great but I didn't think there was that great a chemistry between her and the other guy and I do read that and I thought I heard that they'd been in multiple projects oh, together yeah? I thought that's yeah. what I had read but I was not yeah. feeling it I almost like yeah, between her and her sister better and I would have yeah I almost liked that better than uh, then the relationship between her and the the guy who wants to artificially freeze the graves. <laughs> yeah, I think that was like a couple of these films had like a they were just missing the chemistry with the people. Yeah, which then it's like, well, isn't that the whole point? It's like you're supposed yeah. to be falling in love on Christmas or or whatnot. So yeah, and I just I mean. I just get bored with business talk, you know, and it's just getting too much. I'm like, I'm not invested in this business. Like, I want to know about the relationship. I want to spend time like doing cute activities. Like when they were at the, the carnival and like, or the festival, whatever they called it, like there were some fun moments and things like that, but just whenever it got into like, who's going to own the business and we're debating about which way to harvest the wine, not for me. So <laughs> what would you give this one, Kristen, one to five crowns? I think out of all the ones we're going to talk about, this was maybe my least favorite, even though I enjoyed the wine aspect. I would say maybe two crowns, maybe mm -hmm. two and a half crowns, two and a half mm -hmm. crowns. What do you think, Caroline? I was going to say two and a half as well. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say two. I guess we're not that far apart after all. Uh, but uh, but there we go. It was an interesting one for them to start on. I, I wonder why they picked that mm-hmm. one for their... Uh, but then we had A Picture Perfect Holiday starring Tatiana Lee and Henderson Wade. And it's fashion photographer Gabby Jones is eager to make a name for herself and finally gets her chance when she lands a coveted job at a magazine. Encouraged by an editor to attend the annual Christmas photography retreat in the small town of Pine Falls to ramp up her skills, Gabby reluctantly signs up despite not being a huge fan of the holidays. When she arrives, she learns her rental has been double booked with wildlife photographer Sean, but soon discovers there's more to a photo than what you see through the lens. As the two fall for each other, their life choices start to get in the way, and the two must decide if they're willing to take a risk in order to share the picture perfect holiday together. Mm. <laughs> well done, summary writer. Um, but Caroline, what did you think of this one? I liked it better than the Ice Fly movie. Like she's just so cute. Like Tatiana. Like I just, I think we would be friends. Like she's just so sweet. And I like the photography. Like in the two, they're opposite. So I like that aspect of it. Mm. And um, I just thought it was enjoyable. And it was my favorite of the Lifetime yeah. movies. Yeah, this guy's yeah. shooting on film. I mean, this yeah. Is- old school yeah yeah the dark room and everything i haven't seen that in a long time how how different they were like working together i like that yeah Yeah. what do you think Kristen? i really liked this one um i thought they had great chemistry i thought this guy was the cutest of all the guys that mm-hmm. we had seen and I loved like like you were saying like when they do cute things like he was like so gung-ho he was like I'm in my Christmas pajamas I'm making you know bread and green breakfast like I thought he was so cute um and I liked their kind of like two strangers opposites attract kind of you know forming this this bond I think they were the ones I thought had the most chemistry um mm-hmm. although I will say I thought it ended very abruptly like I thought it was kind of like, like we're gonna be together and and I was like oh I thought we were gonna like see I don't know a <laughs> year later a year yeah. later or like even just like I don't know something else like I just thought it ended yeah. like them outside so abrupt so but um but yeah I liked this one yeah an epilogue would have been nice and we kind of joke on the podcast that Hallmark slash Lifetime loves photographers like it is the most popular profession. <laughs> There's so many photographers and I'm not sure why that is a particularly uh, attractive career for Hallmark leading it's ladies, like a but romantic, <laughs> oh, we're capturing the moment, the magic of Christmas yeah. through photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but yeah, this one was fun is written by Anna White, who is a really fun writer. And she's actually going to be uh, our guest for our patron watch along coming on Saturday. So if you haven't signed up for the patron, we're going to watch check into Christmas, which is super fun. And uh, we're going to get all the behind the scenes details, get to talk to Anna. So any, any member of the tier, uh, any tier member gets to participate in the watch along if you want to. So check it out. All that information is in the description, but she's great. And I think she does a good job of sort of injecting humor into her uh stories and you can do certain things that you really couldn't get away with on hallmark like their introduction their meet cute with him in the towel like you couldn't do that on hallmark channel yeah i was like whoa this is not hallmark <laughs> yeah. but i enjoyed that and i agree he was pretty dreamy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and and i think that's a fun dynamic of the whole we're stuck together in the same you know cabin that's a fun trope yeah, like yeah. too 
Mm-hmm. And they're all, they were all, he, he was like always making amazing hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I love My that. only nitpick, this is an extreme nitpick, is that I did not like the, I don't know what the costume designer had against her because I thought they dressed her so unflatteringly. She's a beautiful woman. Like in, in the opening scene, she has these pants that are so high up and, and just, I don't know. I just thought that they dressed her very weird. Um, and <laughs> so that's obviously an extreme nitpick, but, uh, I don't know. It was, I just kept thinking, what, why did they have her in these clothes? <laughs> but maybe just me, maybe I just don't have good fashion sense, but, um, but other than that, I, I really did enjoy it. And, uh, so what would you give, uh, Caroline, what would you give it out of five? Probably 3.5. Mm-hmm. What about you, Christy? I think I would give it like a, like a four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm like a four. I think I I'm in there. I really did enjoy it. I mean, if the only nitpick I have is the clothes, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh- hey, Hallmarkies. It's time to take a quick break to talk about something super fun. How would you like to party with your favorite celebrities from the Christmas and seasonal movies that you love so much? If you enjoy watching romantic dramas on network television and streaming services, you don't want to miss the Rama Drama Live event coming soon in 2022. Spend the weekend escaping into the Rama Drama world and meeting your favorite on-screen celebrities like Trevor Donovan, Ryan Pavey, Andrew Walker, Jim Lilly, Wes Brown, Brittany Bristow, Aaron Cahill, Rob Mays, and more. These fan-focused in-person parties cater to movie lovers just like you. Make memories, leave with photos, autographs, swag, and an exceptional experience to last a lifetime. Join us in Palm Beach, Florida on January 7th through 9th, 2022 at the Palm Beach Convention Center. You can get more information and your tickets from ramadrama.com. Again, that's ramadrama.com. we're going to talk about the new film that actually will just post as of the airing of this episode uh princess switch three romancing the star this is something that both kristen and i had access to thanks to netflix what do you think uh kristen of the previous two uh did you see them uh the princess switch yes i love the princess switch movies i think it's so fun because they're so like over the top you know where it's like how many Vanessa Hudgenses are we going to add into this <laughs> movie? You know, I think it's so fun. And I also, I think for those who know me, you know, I love a good Easter egg. So I love that these movies are part of that whole like Netflix Christmas oh, cinematic yeah. universe that they're building. Um, and that there's always like some kind of little reference in there to another movie. And there's one in this one too, which I thought was so fun. Um, and so I just love that. And um, I was, I was excited for this one. Yeah, I I love the previous two, and I Vanessa Hudgens is so hilarious, especially as Fiona's. The second one is definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. I thought she was. I mean, honestly, I would put Vanessa Hudgens as Fiona over Emma Stone as Cruella. I know that's that's Ooh. a hot take, Ooh. but I thought they're basically the same character, and I thought she's so good. And uh, but I, this one's my least favorite of the three for okay. sure. Um, the reason why is because I felt like they all of a sudden tried to go serious for like a good hunk of it with her with this like mother abandonment issues and like with Fiona and her mother and like all of a sudden it got kind of 
heavy. And I was just like, that was not what I, what I want out of Princess Switch 3. Like I, you wanted to keep that like, like the high stuff I really liked, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just thought they, they had some tonal weird moments in this movie. But. Yeah. It does seem like every movie now is trying to like, if it's a person who's sort of like a villain, they're trying to redeem them in some yeah. way. So, you know, I get that they were trying to be like, oh, well, she wasn't great. You know, as a person in the last movie, she was a little bit of, you know, did some evil things. So now we're trying to take that back and explain why she's like how she is, which, you know, you don't always need to do that. Sometimes it could just be that like someone's a little, you know, over the top and dramatic. And that was fun, too. I did like that they dove deeper into her story. Um but then after a while, I forgot that the other girls were even there because it was really only yeah, really mainly on Fiona, whereas yeah. I thought the other ones kind of balanced everyone a little bit more. Um, but one of the things that I do love is that um, the, the outfits I thought were great. I thought oh, she yeah, had yeah. good costumes. Um, I love that all the love interests are different. Like they're not the same guy or the same type of guy. Yeah, Everybody's that's true. Different. It's very diverse, mm-hmm. um, which I really like. And um and of course, the the reference to uh, they had cousin Simon from the Prince, the Christmas Prince movies. Um, he made oh, a little cameo, yeah. yeah. And so I thought that was really cool. I'm like, oh, the evil cousins. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, and I like that they actually were playing up. Um, how Vanessa Hudgens is Filipino and they had the younger actress oh, also a Filipino yeah. young actress that played her when they showed like the younger versions of her. Yeah. Um, so that that was- and they totally do sort of a friends to lovers storyline with Fiona and Peter, I think his name was. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was, I, that's one of my favorite tropes. I love, I love that. But uh, so I, I, I gave it, I'd give it a three for me out of five. Hmm. I would maybe put it the same as a, uh, I don't know, maybe a four, the same as, mm-hmm. as picture perfect holiday. Maybe four and a half, because I did, yeah, yeah. I do think that there's a little bit more history there for me of like, you know, mm-hmm. we've learned so much about them already. So maybe a four and a half. Well, and Carolyn, when you see it, you'll have to put on the Twitter yeah. what you think. Is it Will, and... is it Will Camp in it? Like this one? Will Camp? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Camp, who's uh, one of our, uh, one of the hall stars, the, he's a friend of the podcast. He plays the the villain. Oh, so, nice. Um, oh, that's what's awesome. his name? Yeah. 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 And he had a great, he has a great dance and he's a professional ballet dancer and uh, before he became an actor. And so uh, the dancing scene, I thought was really good with him when they do the tango. So yeah, I'm glad you reminded me of that. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. From the best-selling author of Hallmark's Hearts Landing series comes a heartwarming story of four friends. These four women get a second chance at life, love, and happiness when they convert an aging beach house into a first-class inn and cafe. Leigh Duncan's brand new Sugar Sand Beach series is the perfect escape for fans of Pamela Kelly, Rachel Hanna, and Debbie Maycomer. Beginning with the gift at Sugar Sand Inn, this is sweet women's fiction at its finest. Escape to Sugar Sand Beach in this complete five-book series now available exclusively from Amazon and Kindle Unlimited. For more information about Lee, visit her website at leeduncan.com. That's leeduncan.com. Let's talk about Home Sweet, Home Alone, the on Disney Channel, starring Ellie Kemper, Rob Delaney, Archie Yates, and its 10-year-old Max is accidentally left at home by himself for the holidays when his 
family leaves for our vacation to Tokyo and has to take separate flights due to an error in the flight booking. At first, Max revels in getting to do whatever he wants now that he's alone, but soon must defend his house from burglars Pam and Jeff, a couple looking to steal a priceless heirloom from his family. So Caroline, what is your sort of experience with Home Alone? And what did you, I guess, what was your overall thoughts about this one? I, I love the first two Home Alones. Like, it's just, you know, part of your childhood. Like, mm-hmm. I had one of the walkie-talkie that um, Kevin had. Oh, and I would did? walk Talk around. Boy. Yeah, yeah, I would walk around with it and pretend I was Kevin. And um, so it has a sentimental place. And um, me and my brothers would try to do the things like he did. And my dad's like, we can't do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I love those. But the other ones didn't really... I didn't really get it with me like I didn't mm-hmm. enjoy them as much I guess because I got older but um so this one it, it felt off to me like it it wasn't as cute as I would would think a home alone movie would be like it, it was just it went too deep mm-hmm. for me what do you think Kristen so um I actually liked it I feel like it's been getting a lot of hate so I kind of went into it thinking like oh god this is gonna be what is it gonna be like um but I think the reason that at first I was kind of like, what? Is because the whole premise starts out with like, they think Max stole something from, you know, this family's house. And so I was like, okay, well, so if this kid is a thief and then they're trying to get their thing back and now he's like, basically like putting all these traps for them, like that's messed up. But then that's like not what the story really is. And I thought that it was actually a lot more heartwarming. I thought that like, there was a lot, like they went a little bit, far at times with some of the like stunts that they pulled on these people but I thought that it was actually pretty fun and I thought that the way that they set up the story made sense where it was like this kid's home alone there's no landlines we're in 2021 people don't really have landlines anymore so what's this kid supposed to do you know I thought the mom was really great um I thought she was really really good um and I like that they brought back Buzz McAllister uh and kind of, you know, had him in there and it kind of brought you back a little bit to those original movies. So I thought it was cute. I, I think mm-hmm. that um, I, I had fun with it. Yeah. So I should start out by saying that the original Home Alone is like a foundation movie for me. It was the first comedy that I ever really loved. I went and saw it when I was almost 10. We, every, uh, every grandkid got to go on a special 10 year trip uh, with my grandparents. And so I went on a trip because my birthday's in January. I went on a Christmas trip uh, with my grandparents and we went and saw Home Alone. And I just was dying laughing. I thought it was the funniest movie I've ever seen. And I, I still love it to this day. I still think it's really funny. And I think that it balances the, the physical slapstick uh, violence with enough heart to make it all work. So I, should, I guess I should say that up front, but... I, I was actually, I tried to be optimistic about this film. I didn't think the trailer was that bad. Like everyone else seemed to think it was terrible. Um, but the, the thing that just lost me on this movie was making the robbers likable was just mm-hmm. such a weird choice because we're, we're going to like, you're making them like they're, 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 they've lost their, they're going to lose their home. And so they're trying to make them all sympathetic And so then when they then proceed to get tortured for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, it's like not funny, you know? And so it just kind of ruins 
you want them to be bad guys. I mean, and literally the, the robbers in the, the what bandits in the original are going to kill them like at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And so they're bad guys. And so for him to do what he does, it allows you to take that leap and laugh because they're bad guys. And when they're mm-hmm. not bad guys, it's just awkward. And so that's where I think that they really missed the mark. It's like, did you understand what people like about Home Alone when you made this movie? You were trying to make it something other than what it is. That's how I felt. I see what you mean. Because I, I, I liked those characters. But then when you think about it, it's like, oh, well now, yeah, like you said, like they're being basically like tortured and it's all a misunderstanding. So it's kind of like not as maybe, I mean, it's it funny. Like it seemed like it went kind of far. Um, <laughs> maybe I felt that way because it's like, oh, you actually do kind of like these these people who are supposedly breaking in for a reason. Whereas in the originals, like they were just bad guys. So you're like, yeah, I get the bad guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, mean. and the other thing too, is that in the original, things are actually pretty hard for Kevin. Like even just little things like buying the toothbrush, you know, when he gets all scared and, or like being scared of the, of the um, furnace, you know, and, and that endears you to him. It makes you like him. Whereas this, everything was pretty easy. You never got a sense that he was like struggling as far as setting up the traps or, uh, you know, when he's like moving trampolines and doing things like that, that you're like, could he, he really do that? And so I think that it was just, it was disappointing for me, yeah. this one. Uh, and uh, so I, uh, I gave it a, on my blog, I gave it a 3.5 out of 10. Um, but in the world of Hallmarkies, I'd give it, I guess a 1.5 for me. Uh, what would you give it, Caroline? I was going to do two, two. Mm. Yeah. And what about you, Kristen? I think I would probably give it a three. I think Mm. that this is something that like, as someone who like, yes, I've seen Home Alone, but it wasn't like a foundation movie for me. I could, I was like watching it and I was thinking, oh, I think kids will find this funny. Like, I think this is like entertaining. I do see what you're saying about like some of it being a little like too far or like not necessarily having that heart. But -hmm. I thought overall it was like well done. And I did like Ellie Kemper and the guy that played the husband. So Mm -hmm. yeah, very good. Um, One I wanted to report on real quick is a movie called A Chance for Christmas. This was actually, this aired in the Christmas in July on the Tubi network but I had just heard about it this week. Uh, I did sorry. watch it so that we could talk. Oh, about. you did? Oh, okay. Yes, I, think I did. You did. I watched oh. every movie possible that I could. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize that. Oh, great. Okay. Um, so yeah, this one, it starts Tori Anderson and Mike, Mike uh, starts Tori Anderson and Mikey Selkin and it's Christina Chance, a social media influencer, finally lands the opportunity of a lifetime, a shot at a lucrative sponsorship from her dream brand. If she can manage 2 million live views of her Christmas bonanza, Betty, butting heads with marketing exec Devin, Christina pushes her family to follow her meticulously crafted script until she realizes that she and Devin are stuck in a time loop endlessly repeating christmas eve christina must discover what's truly important in life to escape the loop and falls in love with devin in the process they don't mention that it's a fake family it's like we're the millers you know like a fake family um so what did you think of this one Kristen? i gotta say i thought it was kind of fun um i think that i like the social media aspect that like you know we're following this influencer who's like you know, kind of trying to put the best things out into the world that she thinks will do well. Um, And so I found that really fun. But um, 
it felt like the message maybe, I don't know, maybe I took it the wrong way, but towards the end, maybe got a little bit muddled of like, okay, so maybe the whole thing is be selfish, you know, put your fake life out there. And then when you finally reveal the truth, you'll get millions of views. So don't <laughs> worry, you know, <laughs> that's kind of what I took away. That's probably not what the real message was, but I thought it was fun. I liked the like journey to finally discovering like, you know, embracing your true family and your, you know, being with them for the holidays, not just likes and stuff. Although, but she still got the likes and the views anyway. So I don't really know, <laughs> but I thought it was fun. What'd you think? Yeah, I did too. I laughed. It was a little mean sometimes for my particular taste in Christmas movies. Like they were a little mean to each other. <laughs> I like my, my Christmas movie to be a little more gentle, I guess, than this. But nevertheless, I still did laugh quite a bit. And I thought they did have actually pretty good chemistry. And I love me a time loop movie. I'm a sucker for a time loop movie. Uh, and so uh, I, you know, I thought that was fun and how they were able to get all the different. We actually have another time loop movie coming out uh, this, um, this holiday season coming out uh, on Disney Channel. Oh, yes. Uh, with, I saw yeah, that one. with yeah. Christmas again. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to compare. The two, and I love, there's a movie called Christmas Perfection, which is also kind of a time loop movie that I love and adore. Is that uh, so, one with the, the Back to the Future cast members? Is that also a time loop? Oh yeah, that's also, and Next Stop Christmas. That was kind of going back in time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that Still one was a good traveling. one. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. So this one was a fun one. I think uh, if you're looking for something a little outside the box, a little bit creative, I think, uh, enjoy it. What would you give it? One to one to five. I think I would give it a three. I think I would give mm. it a three. I think I'd give it like a 3.5. Well, uh, I, I, overall, I thought it was fun. Okay. Then we had Christmas Time is Here. This is on Peacock. And this is stars Rakia Bernard and Deshane Williams. And it's Nia is a successful small town real estate agent and has her heart set on closing a big sale on a new resort for a client, Julian. In her hometown of Pine Valley, just in time for Christmas, there's only one hitch. No matter how many properties Nia shows Julian, he keeps coming back to the one resort that isn't for sale, the one belonging to Nia's widower dad, Patrick. Patrick would like to sell the property and retire. It's Nia who cannot let go of memories of an idyllic time in life when her mom was still alive and very much part of the resort. Julian realizes Nia's reluctance to sell the property, but it may not matter. Julian's impatient boss has to come to town and intent on getting the deal done before Christmas. At risk of losing his job, Julian comes up with a magical plan for saving Nia's family resort. That was a mouthful. Uh, (laughs) But Kristen, uh, what did you think of this one overall? This one, um, I, I had a lot of mixed feelings, I think mainly because I kept thinking, am I watching the real version or am I watching an unfinished version? Because it was some weird audio moments especially yeah. towards the second half of the movie where it sounded like the the people specifically Nia was being voiced over by someone else like maybe they lost the audio or something um and so that kind of like took me out of it a couple of times um I think that they had beautiful Christmas decorations I liked the idea of this one I just felt like some of it felt like it didn't make sense like I like when I really think about it I understand why it's called Christmas time is here but also I feel like the time element and the watch were like so such a small thing that like I think that this could have been called something else um there's a couple of singing moments in this that I didn't think were that great um 
so uh, yeah, I was I was a bit mixed on this one. I wanted to like it, but I felt like there were some things that just like didn't really make sense, or that it kind of felt like an unfinished movie mm-hmm. at times. Yeah, yeah. I, there were definitely some ADR problems in this movie. <laughs> they, they were were a little sloppy. Uh, what did you think, Caroline? Like I wanted to I wanted to love this movie just because Rukia and is Deshaun or yeah. They were together in a Hallmark movie, like, and I love them. I love their 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 couple together in the um, one winter movie. So I wanted to love this movie so much, but like, it, it fell flat for me. Like, I, I didn't really like the the story, like going like the the watch. It felt like it was a small part, like you said, and that the script just didn't feel right to me for them. Like, but I really wanted to love it. But I like, wanted to love flat. it. I wanted to love it too, because I also love Rakia and Rakia and Deshrain have been good and together in movies past. Like you said, on Hallmark channel, this is her first lead. I really wanted it to be great, but I can't lie and say that it was great. Cause it wasn't, I, I just felt like I am so bored watching these people look for property. Like that is yeah. just not interesting to me. I mean, I was just, I, and I just felt like her, her dad wants to sell the inn and like she's the only one that's been so like difficult about it and he could have like a really good life with like you know with what they're planning on paying him and uh so like her it just I just got frustrated with her as a character yeah uh, and kind of imposing her will on her dad uh, and and I, I don't know and I also I don't even know if I should say this, but I felt like she kind of, I felt like both of them kind of overacted a lot. Like they were mm-hmm. acting almost like they were, they were acting almost like they were in a play as opposed to mm-hmm. a movie and very like big responses to things and like big. And I know that they're quality actors. So it may have been the directing I don't know, but I was just, it just wasn't good. I was disappointed. I was surprised too. Yeah, that was something I noticed too, where I felt like I was like watching them quote unquote act, you know what yeah. I mean? And I was like, and I definitely know Ruki is so talented. I think she's in uh, the new season of Yellow Jackets and oh my God, that show mm. has been incredible so far. Um, and she's been great in that. So I'm like, I don't know what went, what was going on. <laughs> but I think, and like just seeing them in the one winter movies and then watching them in this like it just like I know they have good chemistry like I, yeah. I know they work well together mm-hmm. and that's what that's what took away for me just like it was just it just didn't work well this script mm-hmm. there those are two high, high quality especially considering Hallmark sequels are usually terrible the second one winter weekend uh one one winter was it one winter proposal, proposal. that's my that's, favorite and that's a good one those are two good mm-hmm. ones the third one disappointing yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah it's too bad uh i would give this one uh, i'm gonna give it a two but i i'm gonna give it a two out of five what would you give it Kristen? i think i'm gonna give it a two also there were some cute moments like I really remember like the popcorn for the holidays with the with the candy in it and everything like there were some mm-hmm. cute moments I just think it just didn't feel like it was finished and yeah. I which is disappointing because clearly you have two great actors in there um and so to have like audio problems and weird things like that it's just like 
It felt rushed. Yeah. 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 What would you give it, Caroline? I was going to give it a two as well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad ending on a bummer, but, <laughs> but, uh, but yes. So the, I think the winner for this, uh, is, um, picture perfect holiday. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah, I think so. That was the yeah. Best one. That was most the chemistry, one. most Christmas activities. I think honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a lot of Christmas activities in that one. Yeah, I know. I wish I could go on the, um, the, uh, the photography Christmas yes. retreat. <laughs> right i want that breakfast that guy was making it's like green eggs or red eggs how about yeah. both <laughs> the cute christmas pajamas yeah that was, yeah that was well thank you so much Kristen, for coming and talking with us about all these christmas movies i know that was a lot of movies to watch so that was, was very nice of you it was a joy a joy <laughs> to this world to watch all those christmas movies i loved it so how can people uh find you on social media and also your channel yeah, so I'm K Maldo everywhere, K-A-Y-M-A-L-D-O. Um, I'm mostly on YouTube, but I'm also on Twitter, Facebook, at a one at the end. I'm on Instagram. Um, like I mentioned, I have uh, the popcultureplanet.net site and also popcultureplanet, the podcast, where we talk all about representation and inclusion in Hollywood. And yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, y'all should definitely check it out. And and I guess for the right, there was a lot of inclusion in, in these movies. Uh, so There was. Yeah. There definitely so was. Yeah. Uh, so Caroline, how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at me to Caroline or great. And you can find me at Rachel's reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron tomatoes. So please check that out. Make sure you also check out the Patreon. We've got that patron watch along coming this Saturday. Please take a look. We sure appreciate it. And we also have the merch store, which has tons of fun, festive designs. And uh, we'd appreciate your support there as well. All that information is in the description. And make sure you're following the podcast, the Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews five stars. We sure appreciate that. And also, if you're watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. And Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you all later. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.